Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Unversed in UNGA? A glossary of UN General Assembly meeting lingo. United Nations. The United Nations General Assembly's yearly meeting of world leaders has come, and with it, an array of acronyms, abbreviations, titles and terms that can be confounding to observers. Here are some key terms, decoded. For starters, UNGA, acronym, yes, people do pronounce it UNGA, for the UN General Assembly's high-level week. It's the international organization's biggest annual event, inviting presidents, prime ministers, monarchs and other top leaders of all 193 UN member countries to speak to the world and each other. Although New Yorkers sometimes just use General Assembly to describe what many experience mainly as a week of street closures and whizzing motorcades, the Assembly actually isn't just this meeting. It's a body that convenes countries' ambassadors throughout the year to discuss a wide range of global issues and vote on resolutions. General debate, the centerpiece of the week, it gives each country's leader, or a designee, the microphone for a state-of-the-world speech from its viewpoint. There is a theme, chosen by the Assembly's president, this year's is rebuilding trust and reigniting global solidarity to speed progress on key UN goals. But speakers use the opportunity to opine on the planet's biggest issues and hotspots, spotlight domestic accomplishments and needs, air grievances and project statesmanship. Dignitaries are asked to wrap up within 15 minutes, but there's no buzzer or Oscar-style music. While the debate is less an interactive back-and-forth than a series of speeches, rebuttals are allowed at the end of each long day, and some embittered neighbors routinely go multiple rounds. Bilateral, or bilat, for short, private meetings between leaders of one country and another. Some argue the real value of UNGA lies in these tete-a-tete and other personal, off-camera encounters among decision-makers. Ministerial, applies to meetings of cabinet-level officials, such as foreign ministers, from different countries. Security Council, the UN's most powerful component, charged with maintaining international peace and security. The 15-member council can enact binding, though sometimes ignored, resolutions, impose sanctions and deploy peacekeeping troops. While this week is the assembly show, the council generally holds one meeting of its own, this year, on Ukraine, with high-wattage attendees in town for the events next door. Who's on the council? Read on. Fun with numbers. P5, the Security Council's five permanent members with veto power. Under a structure set up in 1945, they are China, France, Russia, the United Kingdom and the United States. E10, the Security Council's 10 elected, non-permanent members. The GA elects them for two-year terms in seats allocated by region. Calls for council reform are an UNGA staple. A particular complaint is the lack of permanent members from Africa and the Latin America-Caribbean region. G77, stands for the Group of 77, a developing country's interest group that formed within the UN in 1964. Despite its name, it actually now has 134 members. 28 Colombian pesos, formerly known as the Conference of the Parties to the UN Framework Convention on Climate Change, it's a major UN global climate conference whose 28th edition will be held in Dubai, United Arab Emirates in December. 1.5 degrees, a crucial climate threshold. Under the 2015 Paris Climate Accord, countries agreed to work to limit warming to 1.5 degrees Celsius, 2.7 degrees Fahrenheit, over pre-industrial times. The Earth already has warmed at least 1.1 degrees, 2 degrees Fahrenheit, since the mid-1800s. Initials here. SDGs, 
the UN's Sustainable Development Goals, which range from combating climate change to eliminating hunger and poverty to achieving gender equality. The UN's member countries adopted the goals in 2015 as a 15-year action plan, but the pace is seriously lagging. UNGA Week this year includes a number of events related to the goals, including an SDG summit that started on Monday. It's a forum for countries to outline how they're going to do better. SIDS, at the UN, this stands for some 39 small island developing states. UNGA is an important platform for them to elevate concerns such as climate change and the existential threat they face from projections of rising seas and intensifying storms, often a painfully timely subject at a meeting that falls in the thick of the Atlantic hurricane season. BRICS, a developing economies coalition that currently includes Brazil, Russia, India, China and South Africa and is set next year to add Argentina, Egypt, Ethiopia, Iran, Saudi Arabia and the UAE. There are many international groups centered around regional, economic, defense or other ties, but BRICS has gotten attention lately as a growing venue for Chinese-Russian influence when those powers are increasingly at odds with the West. LDCs, very poor nations that are known at the UN as least developed countries. 46 nations currently meet the criteria, which include a gross national income of $1,088 or less per person a year. Phrasebook. Multilateralism, global or near-global partnership that is united and collectively develops enduring rules and shared norms, the idea that undergirds the UN itself and which many warn is under threat. Multipolar, a scenario in which there are several different and sometimes competing centers of power, not a single superpower or two. Bretton Woods Institutions, the World Bank and the International Monetary Fund, which were established at a 1944 UN conference in Bretton Woods, New Hampshire. Two-State Solution a concept for resolving the Israeli-Palestinian conflict by establishing an independent Palestinian nation living in peace alongside Israel. The framework was set down in the 1993 Oslo Accords and embraced by the UN, but progress toward implementing it is stalled. South-South cooperation, collaboration among Southern Hemisphere countries, organizations and people, with aims that include amplifying their voice in their own development and in international affairs. Unilateral coercive measures, a usually critical way of describing sanctions imposed by one country in hopes of spurring some action in another. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. 